Ten Tammuz, Yud Tammuz, Tzadik, His Praise, 434. There was one occasion when I spent nearly the entire day writing at his dictation. Towards evening he said, Let's make a reckoning of what we've done today. Well, we prayed, and we also learned a bit. And afterwards we wrote. And this is also learning, because writing down Torah teachings counts as a form of learning. Then he added, Whatever I have to accomplish, I always want to do it and finish it immediately without delay, without leaving it for another time. If it had been possible to complete the writing of the Alphabet book in a single day, I would have gladly done it. Indeed, the Rebbe was always extremely quick to do whatever needed to be done. He would do it immediately and without delay. This even applied to everyday affairs. Whatever came up, he would try to deal with it immediately so as not to be bothered by it later on for he knew that if he did not do it immediately, he might never get around to doing it, because later on, he would not want to have to think about it at all. His mind was always taken up with what was necessary for his devotions, and because of this, he wanted to see to whatever needed doing, including everyday affairs, immediately and without delay. Even when he wanted to study or perform some other holy task, if something came up which needed attention, even if it was not holy as such in itself, he would usually try to get it done as quickly as he could in order to free himself from it and have his mind unencumbered. However, if he could not do it immediately, he would never become agitated. If he could do it later, the next day or some other time, he would do it, and if not, then not. He was never in the least bit tense or agitated about anything. But these things cannot be explained in writing at all. 435 the Rebbe prescribed for me a regular schedule of learning, and it meant that I had to cover a lot of ground each day. Besides this, the Rebbe told me I should see to it that I spent a certain amount of time each day in conversation with other people in order to relax my mind. This in spite of the fact that the day was scarcely long enough for me to complete my prescribed studies. Nevertheless, the Rebbe said it was most important to rest my mind through talking to other people for a certain period each day. In Likutei Moharan 1, 35, 4, it is explained that talking to other people is like sleep in that it relaxes the mind. In addition, the Rebbe later told me that even in the course of one's studies, one needs to pause and rest from time to time in order to relax the mind. One should simply let his thoughts grow, go free for a time, as long as they do not stray outside the bounds of holiness into the realm of evil thoughts Rabbi and fantasies. Wisdom. His Wisdom, 189. The Rebbe's granddaughter was once stricken with smallpox. I was with the Rebbe, and he spoke to me of the great anguish that this caused him. He then spoke of how God's ways cannot be understood. One of the sons of the Holy Ari once died. The Ari said that he had died because of a secret teaching that the Ari had revealed to Rabbi Chaim Vital. The Ari actually had no other choice. Rabbi Chaim had pressed him greatly, and the Ari was therefore compelled to reveal the secret. He himself had said that the only reason he was born into this world was to rectify Rabbi Chaim Vital's soul. Therefore, he was compelled from on high to reveal this mystery at Rabbi Chaim's request. Although he was compelled, the Ari was still punished for doing so. These are the ways of God that cannot possibly be grasped by human intellect. From what the Rebbe said, we could understand that this was also true of him. Both he and his children had suffered greatly, 
And all this happened because he was involved in bringing us closer the to Aleph God. The Alphabet Book A Righteous Person A. 92 When a person behaves improperly, it is permitted to make him your servant. 93 The tzaddik will sometimes elevate a person only to later lower his status. This is for that person's own good. 94 Some tzaddikim are called good, while others are not. Likewise, some evil men are called wicked, while others are not. 95. It is a disgrace and a humiliation for the generation when its leader has no one tending to his affairs. 96. Teaching others to perform mitzvot is preferable to practicing oneself. 97. Be careful not to display piety in front of a great person. 98. You can determine a person's inner character from his affiliation when you see which tzaddik he follows. 99. A tzaddik should not endanger himself by being the only one to pray on his behalf. Rather, he should ask a second tzaddik to pray with him. Lesson number 265. 1. The reason why an earthenware dish is broken at the time an engagement is finalized is as follows. The souls of the couple up above are actually one, while down below, no one knows about their unity until they are engaged to be married. For at that time, their bond is revealed. However, this revelation of their unity, which comes to light at the time of the writing of the Tanaim, the contractual terms of the engagement, is described by the verse, The angels ran and returned, Ezekiel 1.14. This is because as soon as the couple's bond is revealed, it is immediately hidden, since she is still forbidden to him until the wedding ceremony. This is the explanation of the verse, The angels ran and returned, in appearance like a flash of lightning. In other words, like the light that emerges from earthenware vessels. Rashi, Ezekiel 1.14 Which is the spark that flashes out when the pottery is shattered, and which is visible only momentarily. Therefore, at the time of the engagement... When the light of the couple's unity is revealed in the manner of running and returning, people then break an earthenware dish, hinting at the deeper meaning of the angels ran and returned in appearance like a flash of lightning. Lesson number 266 On the Greatness of the Mitzvah of Sukkah 1. When a person's performance of the mitzvah of Sukkah is inadequate, he thereby falls from drawing the bounty of human beings to drawing the bounty of animals. This causes domestic animals and wild beasts to die before their time. May God save us. 2. By properly carrying out the mitzvah of sukkah, a person can thereby work in construction and it will not harm him. For as a rule, working in construction is injurious to a person, but through the mitzvah of sukkah, one is saved from harm. 3. When a person enters the sukkah, he himself becomes identified with the Torah, since the Torah emanates from the concept of sukkah. Lesson number 267 1. The Torah is received on Shavuot, and at that time it is possible to receive new vitality and to bring healing to the lungs. Rabbi Nachman's stories, the seven beggars, the third day. The second thing that weakens the heart is the great longing and yearning that it constantly has toward the spring. It longs and yearns so much that its soul goes out, and it cries out. It constantly stands facing the spring and cries out, Help! Desiring it so very much. When the heart wants to rest a bit and catch its breath, a great bird comes and spreads its wings over it, protecting it from the sun. 
it then can relax a bit. However, even when it is resting, it looks toward the spring and yearns for it. One may wonder, since it yearns for it so much, why does it not go to the spring? However, if it were to come close to the mountain, then it would no longer see the peak. It then could not gaze at the spring, and if it stopped looking at the spring, it would die, since its main source of life is the spring. When it stands facing the mountain, it can see the peak upon which the spring is, but as soon as it comes close to the mountain, the peak is hidden from its eyes. This is clearly demonstrable. If it could not see the spring, then it would die. If the heart died, then the entire world would cease to exist. The heart is the life force of all things, and nothing can exist without Nussin's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 180 With thanks to God, Sunday, Shemini, 5595, Breslov Warm greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. I received your letter just now, along with the containers of wine and the two gold pieces from my friend Rabbi Yaakov. May his light shine. May God send his daughter a complete recovery. May he likewise send your daughter, may she live, a complete recovery. For God is good for all the ailments and for all the aches and pains in the world, as you know. Lekutei Moharan 1, 14, 11. We have no one to lean on in anything except our Father in Heaven, particularly in the area of medications. The rule already stands that we should do nothing at all. Whatever treatments people employ are just as likely to do harm and exacerbate the condition as they are to improve it. We must therefore rely only on God, the free healer, the true, trustworthy, and compassionate healer. He has already helped us in this area very much and sent us and our children, may they live, cures, for all kinds, for all sorts of ailments, and with no action or intervention on our part as, at all, as you know. If we had merited to receive this instruction alone from the Rebbe, it would have been enough. For it is a matter of a person's life, but now is not the time for a long discussion of this. My dear beloved son, through all the letters you wrote me this winter to Uman and Kremenchug concerning the many bitter hardships and suffering that we endured this winter, I always found great expansions in them, shows of relief with which to encourage myself. It would be fitting for you to rejoice over this very much during the holy days of the approaching festival, for with your beautiful letters you inspired me, and you really fulfilled with them the mitzvah, honor your father. May God give you good forever, and may you live for many long years. May he give long lives to all your offspring, lives filled with fear of heaven, that they will merit to truly walk in God's ways forever. Year 2, letter number 437. With thanks to God, Sunday, Tavo, 5603, Uman. May the abundantly kind and beneficent one shower his kindness and good upon you by inclining your heart toward him. May he strengthen you and imbue you with holy inner strength to have the good in you dominate the evil, and may you incline to the side of life. May you be written and sealed amidst the holy gathering in the book of Tzadikim for a good long life and for peace. To my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. Along with all his children, may they live. I arrived here safely with God's help on Thursday of last week, Torah reading Kitetze. I had been waiting for good news about our friend Reb Nachman, and praise God, today between prayers and going to the holy gravesite, the carrier of good tidings, Reb Nachman, the son of Reb M. HaKohen, came and informed me of God's salvation. Reb Nachman had already safely arrived, 
from Iasi to Tulchin with 20 silver pieces, a reference to the newly printed Likutei Halachot. What can I give back to God for all the good He has done for me thus far? How can I repay His compassion and loving kindness? If our mouths were filled with song as the sea, it would still not be enough. How deeply I yearned to hear good news about Him, particularly since it is before Rosh Hashanah. It is good to thank God, because, redoubling His kindness, He brought Him safely, with no anxious waiting at all. His kindness to us has been abundant, and the truth of God stands forever. Hallelujah. Subsequently, I received your letter with this good news. Thank God who has helped us thus far. Request from God and give your every movement over to Him. He will finish well for you. Amen. Bnei Shimon, Nimuel, Yariv, Zerach, Shalom, Mivsam, Mishma, Chamuel, Zakur, Shimi, Meshovav, Yamlech, Yosha ben Amatzia, Yoel, Yehu ben Yoshivya ben Saraya ben Asiel, Elioenai, Yaakova, Yishochaya, Asaya, Adiel, Shimiel, Naya, Ziza ben Shifi ben Alon ben Yedaya ben Shimri, ben Shemaya, Felatia, Naarya, Raphaya, Uziel, Benei Iishi, Benei Ruven, Yoel, Shemaya, Gog, Shimi, Micha, Raaya, Baal, Beera, Yeel, Zechariahu, Bela ben Azaz ben Shema ben Yoel, Benei Gad, Yoel Harosh, Shafam Hamishne, Yanai, Shafat Habashan, Michael, Meshulam, Sheva, Yorai, Yakan, Zia, Ever, Avichael, Churi, Yaroach, Gilad, Michael, Yeshishai, Yachdo, Buz, Achi, Avdiel, Guni, Efer, Yishi, Eliel, Azriel, Yirmia, Hodavia, Yachdiel, Bnei Aharon HaKohen, Avishua, Buki, Uzi, Zerachia, Merayot, Amaria, Achituv, Tzadok, Achimaatz, Azaria, Yochanan, Shalom, Chilkia, Saraya, Yehotzadak. Prayers 2. Prayer number 12. Master of the world, you have repeatedly promised us and encouraged us that there is no despair in the world at all. As long as my soul is within me, I will stretch my hands out to your compassion and graciousness. Perhaps, Hashem, you will act in accordance with all of your wonders and bring about new wonders that were never before created in all the world and restore us to you in perfect repentance, in truth, and with a whole heart. Help me truly seek you, look for you, and search for you until I will soon find you, until I will truly come close to you. Help me because I rely on you. Master of the entire world, the troubles of my heart have increased. Deliver me from my straits. The troubles of my heart have spread, grown, expanded, and become vast beyond telling. O Hashem, my Lord, Master of the world, Master of the world, my eyes are raised to you, my eyes turn to you, because you truly know how much endless, infinite mercy I need. Look at my poverty. Many are my pains and the troubles of my heart. See, Hashem, for I am in distress, my insides burn, my heart is turned within me, for I indeed rebelled. Give me merit, help me truly seek and search for your glory until I truly find you. Be gracious to me, just as when your compassion for us intensified and you taught us from afar the exalted teaching 
that it is possible to find you even in the deepest depths by seeking and searching. Where? Where are you? Where is my holiness? Where is my purity? Where are my nefesh, ruach, and neshama? Where are you, Hashem, God of our fathers, who took us out of the land of Egypt, out of that depraved land? Where is the one who raised us from the sea? Where is the place of your glory by means of which our descent will be our ultimate ascent? In your vast compassion, help us truly keep all of the words of this teaching in accordance with your will and in accordance with the will of your true tzaddikim who revealed this hidden teaching so that we may always find you. May my descent be my ultimate ascent. May I successfully emerge and rise quickly from all of the filthy places into which I have fallen because of my many sins and rise to the ultimate height. May I truly return to you in complete repentance and with a full heart in accordance with your good will. May I come close to your great and holy glory. For the sake of God's glory, help me so that all my deeds will truly be for the sake of your glory. May I make my way always and always look at every action to see if it is in accordance with your will and glory, Hashem. If it is, I will do it enthusiastically. But if it does not express your honor, Hashem, I will refrain from doing it. May I not consider myself and my own honor at all, nor anything in the world. In all things may I have only your name and your honor in mind. In your vast compassion and great salvation, help me expand, elevate, uplift, and beautify your great honor in the world. May all of us, your nation, the house of Israel, truly serve you with all our hearts, all of the days of our lives, forever, without any cleverness at all. May we no longer follow after the hardness of our evil heart. May we not be misled by our intellect or mistaken cleverness. Instead, may we turn the entirety of our mind, thoughts, and heart to your great and holy name and honor. May we guard, perform, and keep all of the words of your Torah with love, in truth, wholeheartedly, and simply, following in the path that our holy forefathers always walked. May we soon fulfill your holy will, for whose sake you created your universe. You created everything for your honor, as the verse states, everything that is called in my name, and for my honor I created it, I formed it indeed, I made it. May all of the parts of your holy honor coming from every single thing in the world that was created with the ten statements be revealed through us. All of these ten statements with which you created the world were for the sake of your great and holy glory, so that it may be revealed and expanded by all parts of creation. Please, Hashem, help me be among the righteous who maintain the world that was created with the ten statements.